Dig a Bit, a podcast for women who want to dig into the meat of God's Word for a bit. We are glad you have taken a few minutes out of your day to listen. Our host is Cindy Colley from thecolleyhouse.org. Now grab your Bible and let's dig in. Hi there. I hope you've had a chance to dig into month four of our study of the 10. We're talking about the command that stated, remember the Sabbath day to keep it holy. And as we start this study, I wanted us to just think about 2 Timothy 2.15 for a moment, which says, give diligence to present yourself approved to God, a workman who needs not to be ashamed, rightly dividing or handling a right the word of truth have a responsibility to not just casually read the bible but to handle it carefully giving great diligence that we are understanding it as god intended for us to understand it i love that we dig deep i love that digging deep is all about that it's all about coming to conclusions that God would have us come to because he is not the author of confusion. And we can understand his word, but it takes effort for us to rightly divide or handle rightly the word of truth. All that having been said, I wanted us just to take a minute to think about commands today and how that all commands are not equal. They are not all the same. They are not all applicable in the same ways to all people. Think about that with me just for a minute. Some commands are moral commands, and some commands are, I'm going to say, arbitrary religious commands. For instance, if we think about thou shalt not kill, thou shalt not steal, thou shalt not commit adultery, those are things that involve treating our fellow men or fellow women in the way that we would like to be treated. Those are commands that regulate our moral activity and our relationships with each other, while arbitrary or religious or spiritual commands have to do with our relationship to God. And and they are, I can think of one that we're studying right now in the Ten Commandments. Remember the Sabbath day to keep it holy doesn't have to do with my relationship with other people. It doesn't have to do with the innate moral sense that God has given me. In fact, if God didn't say, thou shalt not kill, I believe that I could have probably figured out that that's something I wouldn't like to be done to me. And so my moral, the morality that God has put in me as he made me after his own image, I would have figured out it's wrong to kill people, but I would have never figured out that it's wrong to pick up sticks on the Sabbath day had I lived in that era when it was wrong to pick up sticks on the Sabbath day. Today, I would never figure out uh, what the elements of the Lord's Supper should be, the communion. I would never figure that out. I would know I needed to remember the cross, I think, if I knew about the cross, but I wouldn't know to be baptized for the remission of my sins, to be immersed in water. So you can see the difference between a moral command and a religious command. And that's one way that we divide. We divide between those commands and that is rightly dividing the word of truth. You can see the difference between 
temporary commands and permanent commands. Not all commands in the scriptures were intended to last forever. The one that we're studying this month is a prime example of that. Remember the Sabbath day to keep it holy was was uh, applicable only so long as the law of Moses was in place. I think about uh, the commands in uh, the book of 1 Corinthians, especially chapter 12, right through there, that regulated spiritual gifts of uh, miraculous spiritual gifts. Well, those commands to desire, earnestly desire spiritual gifts, to um, not have um, more than uh, one person speaking in tongues, for instance, foreign languages at one time in the worship service. Well, all those regulations and commands were for a time when there were miraculous spiritual gifts. And so some commands are temporary, but some are perennial as long as this earth lasts commands. The commands that uh, Jesus gave us about in Matthew 25, I can think of the commands there about taking care. Whosoever is taking care of a brother or sister in need is doing that to Christ. Those commands in Matthew 25 to care for one another are perennial, eternal, until the trumpet blows commands. I think about um, commands to, uh, well, the command, for instance, to assemble and worship God. It wasn't just the New Testament first century command. That's for as long as there are Christians to assemble and worship God and give Him the obeisance in our corporate assemblies that He's due. So there are temporary commands and then there are what I want to call perennial or lasting commands. There are, and this one's obvious, positive and negative commands. We can see that here in our study of the Ten Commandments. Thou shalt not make unto thee any graven image. On the other hand, remember the Sabbath day to keep it holy. We can rightly divide by thinking of negative and positive commands. We can think of um, commands that are for all people and commands that are limited in the scope of application. I think about, well, let's just think starting at the beginning of the Bible, of the Holy Scriptures in the book of Genesis. I don't have a command now not to eat of the fruit of the tree in the middle of the garden. That was applicable when the people were in the garden. I think about um, Noah's command to build an ark. I'm, I'm not commanded to build an ark. If I were going to obey every command in the Bible, I'd be building an ark. But I'm not because that command was just for certain people. It was very limited in its application. I'd be walking around the city of Jericho. I would be... Oh, let's, uh, we, we can just go on and on. I'd be going fishing to look for a fish with a coin in its mouth. I would be doing a lot of things if I was obeying every single command in the Bible, but I'm not because some of them are just limited in their scope of application to a certain audience of people who heard the command. And then there are, I guess, what could be called generic and specific commands, commands that, um, uh, that tell us to do um, a thing that's very general and we decide exactly how to do it. And then there are commands that are very specific and we have to follow the detailed instructions. Think about this with me. Think about, think about Matthew 25 again, how that we're to 
uh, take care of other people. Commands like um, let no man seek his own, but every man another's well-being. We're supposed to put the well-being of other people above our own. But the many, many myriad applications in which we obey that command are staggering to think about. We think about, oh, go ye into all the world and teach the gospel to every creature. Well, there are lots and lots and lots and lots of different ways to do that. My good friend Don Blackwell had lunch with him earlier this week. He's doing it through the Gospel Broadcast Network in a very big and far-reaching way. But I have another good friend this week who engaged in a personal Bible study with one person in a room. Are both effective? Yes. Are both obeying the command? Yes. But some commands are very general and we must decide individually exactly how we're going to keep those commands. But some commands are very, very specific. I think about the command, the Old Testament Testament command we're studying this month of keeping the Sabbath. Boy, that was specific. There were specific regulations, and we're finding those throughout the Old Testament of how people were to reverence the Sabbath. Now, if God had just said, respect the Sabbath day, and he, had, he didn't limit their activity, he had not commanded them to not work on the Sabbath. He had just said, respect the Sabbath. Well, they could have figured out all different kinds of ways to respect the Sabbath. But he, did, he made some clear, detailed instructions about the Sabbath. Uh, think about the very important one of baptism into Christ. We, we don't have a command to um, just use water in being saved. That's not the command. The command is immersion. Baptizo, immersion in water for the remission of sins, Acts 2.38. It's where we contact the blood of Jesus, Romans 6, 3 and 4. It is the point, the instant, the moment at which sins are washed away. And we must know that from biblical injunctions that are very specific about baptism. There's a specific way commanded that we are to observe the Lord's Supper. And there are specific emblems. Unleavened bread. If he just said bread, that'd be a little bit more general. But he didn't say just bread. He said unleavened bread. And so there are some commands that are very, very specific, while some are general. I hope that just thinking about these divisions, and I love the, the wording of the old King James in study to show yourself approved, rightly dividing the word of truth. What we've done today is to try to help lay a groundwork for dividing commands. And we've given several ways. We can divide them into moral commands versus arbitrary spiritual commands. We can divide them into positive and negative commands. We can divide our commands into very general to very detailed commands and lots of things in between those two. We can divide our commands in the Bible between commands that are for everybody and commands that are just for some people or even one person. And then we can divide commands by those that are temporary just for a certain time and those that are permanent until the trumpet blows commands. I hope this has been helpful in helping you think about not just the 10 commandments that we're studying, but all of God's commandments that are applicable to the New Testament church and to individual Christians today. Hope this helps your study, and I hope you have a great day.